consolidating what we have learned about gospel partnership David W. Palmer. Before we move on to looking at what God's Word says about applying gospel partnership, let's view a condensed reminder of what we have learned so far in a succinct picture. Reviewing Jesus' example, we began by looking at Jesus' plan for continuing, expanding, and completing his assignment to reconcile all creation to his Father. The way Jesus was tasked to do this was through his gospel mission to earth. To succeed in this mission, Jesus not only, temporarily, gave up his divine privileges as God's Son to live as one of us, he also needed the help of parents, supporters, and partners. Throughout the Gospels, we see that they, provided for him from their substance offered hospitality and accommodation served and catered led worship, obediently received and obeyed his delegated assignments. We also see Jesus loving, valuing, and watching over his partners. He prayed for his friends and partners made promises to them made provision for their rewards, called them his friends. Throughout their time of partnering with Jesus, serving him, and providing for him, his grace for ministry transferred to them. This culminated on the day of Pentecost, when Jesus's mantle for ministry fell to his apprentices. This was like Elijah's mantle falling to Elisha when Elijah was taken up to heaven. Elisha, of course, had to take up that mantle and trustingly expect God to be with him as he had been with Elijah. In the same way, we need to believe that Jesus's mantle and grace for ministry has been entrusted to us. We too need to take it up and strike out in faith, expecting the anointing and results that Jesus promised. 2 Kings 2 14 MKJV And he took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him, and struck the waters, and said, Where is Jehovah, the God of Elijah, even he? And he also hit the waters, and they parted here and there, and Elisha went over. In this series of devotional teachings, we have also seen that Jesus' disciples had partners, both business partners and ministry partners. Jesus sent them on their ministry assignments two by two, and in the book of Acts, we noted several legendary ministry partnerships, Peter and John, Barnabas and Saul, Paul and Silas. We also noted that the Apostle Paul had other partners. Not only did he have partners by his side on his ministry assignments for Jesus, Barnabas and Silas, he also had very loyal partners in remote locations, who were indispensable to his well-being, survival, and to the success of his assigned ministry calling. Primarily, we looked at Paul's partners in the church he planted in Philippi, through the book of Acts and Paul's letter to them. We see that they supported him in prayer, love, encouragement, and provision. Paul reciprocated, keeping to his part of their covenant partnership. He prayed for his partners, proclaimed prophetic words to them, carried them in his heart, loved them with God's love, prayed Holy Spirit-led and anointed prayers for them, sent them inspiring accounts of his gospel missions, encouraged them in their prayers for him, strengthened them to stand up to their enemies, sent them relevant and revelationary teaching, provided supernatural pastoral insights, wisdom, and covering. God's part in this threefold called covenant of partnership was to honor the prayers of both parties, and to supernaturally cause Paul's grace to be shared with his partners. This was particularly empowering to them, having seen what that grace did in and through Paul in his mission to them. Authority over demons, answered prayer, a citywide awakening, praise while in prison, earth-shaking response, freedom for prisoners, life-saving gospel message, hospitality, fixing government corruption, church planning, etc. What's more, Paul assured them that the God who did all of this through and for him would meet their needs. 
So we see that partnership is truly a privilege. It has mutual need, mutual care, but also amazing mutual grace. Philippians 1.7 MKJV It is righteous for me to think this of you all, because you have me in your heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds, and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you are all partakers of my grace. I encourage you today, enter into the covenant of gospel partnership with Jesus that he offers, invest your life serving his God-given gospel mission, and commit wholeheartedly to his called, gifted, and anointed appointees, those with whom he calls you jointly and connects you in heart and spirit. Serve, love, and support them as you would Jesus. Then enjoy the privilege of, not only suffering with them, but of being covered by their faith and empowered in their grace, we are in all of it together. Philippians 1 NLT For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. 30 We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Colossians 1 NKJV I now rejoice in my sufferings for you, and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is the church.